dropping the hammer. No, you're not. On the, how's Alex, sorry, how's Alex Bowman doing on the Tuesday after Bristol Dirt? Uh, I'm doing all right. Just getting ready to get on the road to New Jersey to go race my sprint car. But um, yeah, we salvaged an okay day at Bristol. So I'll take it and move on to, to Talladega. So how, because I was impressed because you had like, you had two consecutive spins, you know, early in the race and you were able to come back to that top 10. Were you surprised by are you that you were able to do that at all yeah for sure i mean i think we really struggled with the race car quite a bit throughout the weekend we were really bad on friday and we made it better um but we still weren't where we needed to be i kind of thought the racetrack was going to do one thing and i think stock cars being so right front tire dependent that when it slicked up i got way tighter than i expected to get and we were really bad there to start stage two so um you know, spun it out, just snapping the car too hard and, and over-rotated it. And then I uh, got caught up in that wreck on the back straightaway. And then I got a lot of damage. Um, there's caution came out. We were kind of against the wall and got into the wall um, and got a ton of right front damage. So to just finish, I was pretty happy about, um, especially to, uh, to finish sixth with as much damage as we had. So, okay, we've, we've been doing this dirt experiment for, for two years now. You're, you're, you're a dirt guy. So after, after two, two attempts, what's your, what's your judgment? What's your ruling? Um, you know, there are parts of it that's fun, right? Like I enjoy doing something different. Um, obviously the TV ratings came out today and they were yeah. really good, which is good for the sport. Um, you know, what's good for TV is typically good for everybody. I will say like, if we do the road course approach and all of a sudden we have seven of them next year, uh, <laughs> probably wouldn't be very, very good for us. Um, no. and I think there are a lot of things that we need to improve on um, and waiting till a week before the race to try to improve on those things isn't yeah. really acceptable. Um, you know, were, were, you, were you surprised that they, they waited until a week before to like try without windshields? Or at least publicly, that's what we know that that's how late they were trying. Maybe maybe they did it sometime else. We just don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's difficult, right? Like the situation we're in with cars in general. Like we don't have a lot of cars. We don't have parts yeah. pieces. So I understand like the challenges and everything. But um, a couple things. Like if you take the windshields out and have a bunch of moisture in the racetrack, yeah, that fixes visibility. Um, when I restarted in the back, there were still zero visibility situations, which, mm. you know, I go sprint car racing in Ohio in the middle of the summer, which is about the dustiest place in the world. And you can still <laughs> see more. Um, so, you know, I think it's, uh, it's tough. So you put moisture on the racetrack, take the windshields out, put bars in front of the cars and that fixes that. But then your overheating issue becomes significantly worse than it already was. Really? So, cause I mean, you're going to clog the grill screen with all the mud, that you're going to create and obviously that was that was already an issue so okay. um you know i think i'm glad there are so many smart people at nascar <laughs> and and between all the teams because i'm sure they will figure out ways to make it better um but like there are a lot of challenges to taking a race car that's not designed to race on dirt and trying to go dirt race with it 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think Bristol did a really good job with the racetrack this year. Uh, it was definitely better than it was last year. Um, I wish somebody would, like, I wish they would have hot lapped us before the feature or had somebody mm-hmm. like late models there to blow it off or something. Cause obviously that, uh, initial slime created a lot of overheating stuff, but, um, you know, I like regular Bristol. I would rather run <laughs> regular Bristol, but if the fans like it and they're all tuning in on TV, that's what, that's why we have jobs. That's why we yeah. get to drive race cars for a living. And, uh, that's really all that matters. So, um, I think the TV numbers probably spell out the future. Based on what you experienced Sunday is a cup race on dirt like this at Bristol. Is it more forgiving maybe than other forms of racing on dirt? I don't know that it's more forgiving. Um, like I think, at normal dirt tracks, you would see a lot of the same things. Um, the track prep is very painted into a box. Like they can't have it very wet because of, you know, the windshields and the overheating and everything. Uh, but then if it gets too dry, it's too dusty. So, um, I think the track did a good job of trying to stay in the middle there. Um, the rain probably helped the dust at the end of the race a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I think you would be in the same situations at, at regular tracks and at least Bristol has the infrastructure to, um, you know, have the teams and the kind of work areas and have all the fans there and everything that a lot of local dirt tracks don't have. So, um, definitely, I mean, it's fun, right? The cars are, it's fun to do different things, but it's, uh, it's really interesting for sure. Okay. So you guys are going to Talladega this weekend and you haven't had luck, the best of luck at super speedways um so aside from the threat of you know getting in a wreck like what's holding your program back at super speedways yeah i feel like you know our speed at daytona single car was really fast obviously but then in the draft it just like we weren't very strong uh we just seemed a little off so we've gone to work at trying to be better um I feel like in the past I've made bad choices, bad lane choices and uh, put ourselves in some bad spots. We've had our fair share of bad luck. Um, You know, I've made my share of mistakes kind of since I finished second there, everything (laughs) has kind of gone downhill. I don't think I've finished one in a while. So um, yeah, it's tough. I feel like I'm not the greatest speedway racer. Part of that is probably just the fact that I don't like it. So I'm like, let's just get this over with. Um, but it's uh, it's a big part of our sport, and I'm, I'm definitely trying hard to, to get better at it. Which do you prefer, Daytona or Taldega? It's all the same to me. Oh, it is? Uh, yeah, like, they have their differences, right? Like, uh, Taldega handling is typically a little bit better, but then the seam through the trioval is pretty tough to get through. And I feel like with the next-gen car and how it kind of is twitchier, uh, that seam in the trioval might be a little tougher but we'll just have to wait and see. Um, obviously no practice, just rolling into qualifying and racing. So it'll be pretty interesting. For, for you as a driver, like when you were first like starting out your career, like how long would it take for you to, to determine whether, whether Alex Bowman is good at this track or not? I'm good here, I'm not good here. Like how many visits does it take for you to come to a conclusion about whether you're good somewhere or not? 
Yeah, I think it really changes throughout the course of your career quite a bit. And it also changes with your race teams and with uh, with how your race cars have developed, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, when I ran Xfinity full-time, our super speedway stuff is really good. It was the tandem package. We ran up front quite a bit. Um, we didn't win one, but we led laps. We ran up front at pretty much all of them and, and we're always strong. Um, I don't like super speedway racing now and I liked it then. So okay. a little different, but when I came to the cup series, like, especially with Hendrick, Martinsville was tough on me. Dover was tough on me. Richmond was tough on me. Um, we've and now won you've won now. The, the, multiple so, of those tracks. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's definitely, I feel like the places that were tough on me at first I've gotten better at. And then, mm-hmm. uh, some places that we were really successful at right off the bat, we've struggled at lately. So it's kind of interesting. I feel like it flip-flops from year to year. You know, the last couple of years we've been extremely strong at Martinsville. And then this year we were not very good. So um, it can change in a heartbeat, changes with a race car, uh, but definitely can, uh, it, I feel like it's it's always changing and always evolving. So you after Talladega, you go to Dover, which you won last year. Uh, and you have four top fives there in the last five races that you've had. So what clicked for you at Dover? Yeah, um, the fifth one of those too, we crashed. So I feel like, you know, we, we've been really strong there for a long time. Um, you know, we, we had that one race that we had a bunch of right front damage and didn't run well. But other than that, for the last couple of years, we've been extremely strong. And the thing that clicked was a conversation with Jimmy Johnson about how to approach the place. I struggled there really badly at first with HMS. Um, you know, Chase would be really strong and I would be really not strong. And uh, Jimmy has obviously had a ton of success there. So mm-hmm. being able to lean on him and I honestly just had one conversation after a really frustrating practice um, and it kind of changed how I approached it. And we, aside from one race, haven't run outside of the top five ever since then. What, what was the advice? Well, I'm going to keep that to myself <laughs> considering it has kept us in the top five. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be out the window with the new yeah. race car, but uh, yeah, just different approach and uh, kind of different thought process on, on how to uh, approach the racetrack. So, yeah. You, so you mentioned the next gen car for, for me, Dover is one of those tracks that I'm very eager to see how that car performs. It's like, it's like in like top three of please let this car improve the racing. So what is your expectation for how that car will perform on, on a track with that much banking? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, Dover is an extremely difficult racetrack, uh, hard to drive. You got to really hustle the race car. It's a long race. It's probably the most physically demanding race of anywhere we go all year. Um, I think the next gen is going to be a handful there. Uh, you know, I think it's, I going into this year, I thought the racing on the short tracks was going to be amazing. And the racing mm-hmm. on the big tracks was going to be terrible. Um, I was completely wrong because the big tracks have been amazing races and the short tracks have not been as good as I thought they would be. So um, I think the race car itself is going to be an absolute handful at Dover and that is going to make the racing pretty good. Now that's me saying that. So the opposite will probably happen, but um, you know, we've seen at some of the short tracks that the car just drives really well, has a ton of forward drive and that has taken away all the passing opportunities. I feel like, Mm -hmm. Um, 
it'll be interesting to see how Dover is. You know, obviously it's not a short track, uh, but it's not a mile and a half either. So um, I think the tire is going to be a, a key player there too. The opportunity to move around is typically present once rubber lays down at Dover. If we don't lay rubber down, I think it's going to be pretty tough uh, and you're just going to be stuck on the bottom, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, until we go do it, it's kind of hard to say yeah. how the race is actually going to play out. Well, I've been wondering, like, as the years progressed, how drivers, they go into the sim to prepare for, for a track. How, how much does the sim match up with what you, you experience on the track with this car compared to what you would experience in the sim and then actually experience in real life last year? Yeah, so I got banned from the simulator like a year and a half ago. Greg said no more. Um, so I've only been in the simulator once this year, and that was to prepare for Coda. Um, I really only plan on using it for the road courses. Um, I think my opinion, uh, the, the use for a simulator, you know, it, it's hard I think we were using it for the wrong reasons in the past. Like we were trying to use it to develop setups and to develop our race cars. And uh, it led us down some wrong paths a couple of times and the guys got frustrated with it. And I think, you know, me using it as a race car driver to work on concepts for Coda really helped me when I got there. Um, so I'm just going to try to use it for the road courses in that way going forward. Um, unless Greg changes his mind and we're going to start going back every week. But um, I was really impressed because it had been a while since I had been in, in our simulator. Um, and it was spot on from the, the simulator to the racetrack for Coda. So that was really cool to see. A lot of times it's, it's you know, not that close or, or it's different week to week. And uh, it was absolutely spot on for Coda, which is, is big props to the GM guys for, for making that happen. So why were you banned? Were you, were you just using it too much or did you break something? No, like not, I wasn't actually banned. Uh, <laughs> Greg was just like, Hey, we're, we're not going to keep doing this every week. It's not helping us. So okay. um, just try to focus our time elsewhere. And um, you know, some guys it helps and some guys it doesn't. And uh, really, I think our approach to it looking back was, was not the right thing to approach. And okay. um we approached it much differently before Coda this year, and I think it really helped us. So, so you you weren't approaching it for setting setup stuff. You were just like approaching it for just how to figure out your way around the track. Was that really? Yeah, it? this this year that's what I did. In the past, okay. we tried to develop race cars on there, and it's it's just okay. hard. Like, there's okay. so many variables there, and I mean, you can make one setup do a million different things just on the the settings for the simulator itself. So um it's tough to to dial things in there and um decided that uh just focusing on trying to use it to make me a better driver was was the better decision okay so one stat i really find interesting about you is that of your seven cup wins they're all at seven different tracks and that that's the most out of uh active drivers without repeating at a track so for you uh what does that say about you like your assessment of yourself as a, as a driver where you can go out and win at seven different tracks where only like three of them are really similar, like Vegas, Chicago, Montana, um, seven different tracks. What does that mean for you at this point in your career? Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, it's been pretty cool. You know, I feel like I'm 
a pretty diverse race car driver and I'm continuing to become more diverse with just racing different things like going and racing a sprint car this year, this week. And, um, you know, I feel like a road course win and a super speedway win is really all I am away from kind of winning every different style of racetrack. Mm -hmm. So, um, which we were close to getting a road course win at Coda earlier this year. So yeah. it's, uh, it's been really cool. You know, I'm just a racer. I enjoy racing anything, anytime, anywhere. So, um, having wins at a diverse group of racetracks is cool. You know, winning two short two or I guess two short track races last year, mm -hmm. um, was really cool as well. Cause I feel like my short track program was on the weaker side, um, until a couple of years ago. So improving at that has been cool. And I've really just tried to, instead of like being like, Hey, our mile and a half stuff is really good. I'm going to super focus on our mile and a half and kind of forget the rest. I try to really focus on the weaker programs and uh, try to make myself better and uh, road courses and, and short tracks were probably those two things for me. And I feel like I've improved that and I'm continuing to try to improve that. Um, super speedway racing is one of those that I got to fall in love with a little more to try to improve, <laughs> but uh, I'm trying anyway. And um, it's, uh, it's been pretty cool to, uh, to be able to add those seven tracks to uh, my wins list. All right. So I guess my, my last question for you is like, of those seven, which surprised you the most? Richmond. Uh, Richmond last year surprised me. I feel like I'm still not amazing there. Um, we were really good there this year and just had some issues that that kept us from being in contention. But I think, you know, we were one of the, the better cars, I feel like. Um, last year, just how fast we were all day. Like, I feel like everybody thinks we just stole that race at the end from Denny. Um, I mean, everybody, I've, I could lead every lap and they'd have excuses somehow, but, um, you know, I, I feel like that day we started really deep, uh, cause we crashed the week before and it was on like the formula or whatever to, to have the starting lineup. So we started deep, ran through the field, um, pit road penalty, the end of the second stage. So we started last, um, to start the second stage went green and we drove all the way back to third from last. Uh, we were going to finish third if the caution doesn't come out. So, um, you know, we were definitely one of the best cars all day at a place that I had maybe one top 10 before that, but I'm not even sure about that. So um, definitely like by far my worst racetrack going to that point was dreading that day. Like, <laughs> let's get this over with. We're terrible here. Uh, and to come out of there, with a win, uh, especially as, as rough as the start of last season was on us, uh, was, was really, really cool. All right. Well, thanks Alex for taking time yeah. out of your day. Good luck. And, uh, you said you're going to New Jersey. Yeah, we go to New Jersey tomorrow night and, uh, Pennsylvania on Thursday night. So. How, how, what's your actual schedule like for this year when it comes to dirt? Uh, I'm going to run like 30 or so, okay. um, really as many as I can fit in during the week and, not distract from all the other stuff we got going on. All right. Well, we'll have fun. Have yeah, fun getting dirty you. again. So thanks. Have a good one. Thank you. See ya.